Well, that is quite the entourage. You got a mixtape coming out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there is one. Yeah, I'll send you the SoundCloud link if you like. Hey, Dave, can you get the uh, link to Please, the Please, don't make me listen to your music. I just meant you got a lot of people with you. <laughs> you think they're for you? Don't worry. I can do a deal with you all by myself. Thank you very much. Listeners, assemble! Hello, and welcome to Cinematic Sagas. Saga of the Stones. That's exactly right. And we just watched... The the Kitty Cat movie. Yes, the Kitty Cat movie. We watched Black Panther. I... Yes. I'm kind of mixed about it. That's exactly how I came off of my first viewing. Because I liked it, maybe? I I didn't hate it. That I'm Definitely sure not. of. I didn't hate it, but I, I come off feeling kind of... I don't know how I feel. It's kind of interesting because I enjoyed watching it. I, I didn't get too distracted by anything else. But I wasn't as engaged as I was with even the last movie we watched. Mm-hmm. But I liked T'Challa, and I mean, I like to look at him too. Let's be real. But um, and the Who Let the Dogs part out was kind of fun. <laughs> yes, Mbaku was a nice, fun mix in there. Well, and when he, you know, barking just starts randomly, and they come rushing in. <laughs> that was awesome, but. Um, yeah, just, I am really not sure how to, uh, process it. Okay, well, let me tell you my side of it, because I've watched it a few more times than you, had more time to think about it. You process a little bit, see if any of this clicks or helps you put into words what you're feeling. All right, I'll listen. So, I think it is a great movie. All the pieces come together nicely, it tells a good story has a few of the typical superhero tropes, which are kind of eye-roll-worthy, such as, like, he loses his powers twice and gets them back twice, which is more to facilitate certain things. And, you know, some of that stuff, okay, whatever. It's what they do in superhero movies. Right. But it tells a great story. It has strong characters all throughout. Everyone plays an important role that they introduce, and... The music design, it's a beautiful movie. Like, all the pieces are good. But But. I think what takes away from my enjoyment is that it's so isolated from the Marvel Cinematic Universe that they have built a lot up until this point. And boy, they play into some stereotypes. And I... (sighs) What stereotypes are you talking about exactly? Well, uh, I don't even know his name. The Kid... The kid, you know, he is very... Which kid? Killmonger? (sighs) Yeah, yeah, that's his name. The other king, the wrong king. How about that? I'll just call him the wrong king. Yep, Killmonger. Uh Whatever. Wrong king. You call him whatever you want. He he just plays into the whole black-white stereotypes. And I I tend to shy away from that. I don't... Mm. That is not something that... I don't know. It it it's it's uncomfortable a little bit, but Exactly. Not because it's like because it's so black and white. Because it's either this way or that way and it's like, oh, we can't be friends. That's what it feels like. He felt feels like he is so negative and very negative against every even at the end when he died. Come on be like his ancestors they know about death and jumping the ship and bury me at sea whatever nonsense it was so so hate-filled that's it that's what i'm looking for hate-filled i don't like that and that is his and i get it i understand why it was used but i it was just so much hate in that character yeah I can I can see that. Now, why don't you think about Killmonger versus Claw? Because they're, they're both very much... Can we just much... call him the wrong king and that weird German guy? You can call him whatever you want. I'm going to call him Killmonger and Claw. Okay, well, the weird German guy, he was kind of funny. Okay. In creepy sort of way. 
because, well, because he was, you know, trying to be a, uh, uh, being psycho and, you know, killing time is what he was doing, but. Mm -hmm. What he did ultimately was impersonal, I think, which was part of why it's easier to kind of get on board. Whereas Killmonger, he was very laser focused and very much Wakanda. Well, I mean, he was exactly what Zuri said, which is he is someone with Wakandan knowledge, but who lived the life of your underprivileged black person. Yes. And so because of that, the idea that this nation of people has all of this power and is not using it radicalized him. And he he embodies that completely. He bought into basically everything that everything the American military tries to sell you when you come in. And he took it all in. He took the idea of Wakanda and he created this, I mean, I'm not almost sa- flawless plan. Surely not saying this character did not earn the right to be hate-filled. Right. It it's just made just you personally so- uncomfortable. I just want everybody to get along, Mm -hmm. you know, and there is just in general, there is so much of that. And I'm not, I'm definitely not saying that it's all one-sided. It goes both directions. Absolutely. And I just don't, I want it to go away, you know, really. And I know that's realistically not feasible, but for me personally, I I don't I don't like that. Yeah. I I mean Yeah, something like that can take you out of a movie if you're not ready for it. And I think that's part of what you're feeling is well, it, it's just it's something it's hard to identify with for you. And then the things that you do recognize are things you don't like about life anyway, and so it's hard for you to buy in to a movie when those are the main themes. Yeah. I I, I because I really I enjoyed the movie. I just, yeah, the whole hate-filled thing is, right. um, I, I just, yeah, I, I can't even put into words really apparently because I'm saying yeah a lot, <laughs> um, and um even. I don't, uh, you know, I, of course, I can't identify with his, his feelings, so that makes it harder for me because you know me, I like to really... I want to feel it. Right. So that is hard. But it's just so, so hateful. What I will say is that Killmonger, while he is definitely hyper-radicalized through all of that, he comes in with some good points about, you know, Wakanda could do so much more. Absolutely. While, while the idea of going out and conquering the world is horrible. Yeah, he might have been a little, you know... A little ex- excessive in uh, his It was the right plans. time for him to show up, though, because T'Challa was just really taking over, and he was headed down a path where he was just going to keep doing what his father yeah, and the previous yeah, the, kings had done. Just, yeah. What's, what's awesome is that the, one of the first things Shuri says to him is, just because something works doesn't mean it can't get better or get fi- be better. And then Nakia or Nakia, Nakia also tells him that he can he has to choose who he wants to be. He gets to that, choose. He does not have to define himself by his father. And I love that it's his sister and his love interest who both have their own story arcs in this, both have their own agency in the movie. They were fun too. And and it was those two and Killmonger who basically shaped him into what seems like he will be a more human humanitarian king. Like, yes. that's just awesome. He, he took all the good pieces of those around him, even his enemies. Absolutely. created something better out of it all. Absolutely. Which is what we all should do. Can't we just all make the world a better place? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> well, there. Yeah. Oh, don't go into it. You can't go into it. Oh, <laughs> we, all right. We, we've, got, we've, gotten as, we've gotten as political as I am comfortable on this podcast. Uh, I don't want to go any further. We, we can. So yeah, I <laughs> guess I guess my my biggest problem with the movie is just that negative and hate filled stuff. 
as far as the story goes, it fit perfectly. It was, mm-hmm. it was, uh, and, and quite honestly, you get the backstory of that, that child. You understand why he feels the way he does. Yeah. Um, but I think that getting it, the fact that it's still relevant in this day and age. Oh yeah. Is what gets me. I think that is still relevant there are still people that feel like uh, i mean likely not on that same kind of scale because we are talking about you know being king and whatever but right feel that oppression or whatever the best word is for it and and i guess that's that's why it really gets me is that's really that's real Mm -hmm. and yeah it's sad that that's real oh yeah Oh yeah. So yeah, I guess that that was my thing. And look, look at me. I'm not as all peppy and happy as I usually am in these. And I, <laughs> I, serious. What on earth has happened? Oh I I gosh. feel like even though it made you uncomfortable, I feel like the movie also served a good purpose in that respect too. Because I know a lot of people who think it's just a middling movie, and they can't really articulate why. And I think what you're saying is exactly part of the reason it it makes people uncomfortable because it shows two sides of it. You know, really it shows the, uh, the hyper radical and the give peace a chance sides and, and like, Hey, neither of them are wrong and neither of them are right. We need to find that middle path, but also like it shows us kind of this. It shows that you need to understand everybody's side. Oh yeah. Because I mean, really, like you said, T'Challa took the good bits from everybody, including his enemies, and teaches people to be more open-minded. That was definitely, definitely a lesson in this movie. Well, and and I told you before we started recording that I I watched the Cinema Sins and the Cinema Wins videos about Black Panther, and then a couple breakdowns of how the music for it was created, and the guy who made the music, and I wish I wrote his name down, but he spent time in Africa learning about the music, recording people doing it. He he was he really internalized all the music about it and then came back and created music that could fit and that would be authentic. Uh, one of the guys that he first connected with was that first and last voice you hear singing the the thing that you liken to Lion King. Yes. Like that's that guy's voice. He and well, it just cool. he took the time to say, okay, this is what this is. This is where it's set. I'm gonna do this right. Rather than just okay, well yeah, I'm gonna just write pull something. up some stuff and whatever. Oh, and it it's I mean That's awesome. People who are in people who are interested in that kind of stuff, definitely check that out because it's it's amazing what was done and the way the music all morphs and flows and changes into this final product it it follows the beats of the music exactly and even that repeated thing you hear that do 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 it's it's from a talking drum and he says that like he told them when they're playing it to always think you're saying t'challa so you always hear that but 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 it up t'challa and it's like that's funny (laughs) that is pretty cool yeah oh it's it's awesome no knowing all of that and then watching it again is super cool it yeah, probably only if you're a dork. Oh, I'm sorry, nerd. <laughs> Yay, and and you are now, so it's all I good. am, no, not that much one, sorry. <laughs> not that much one. But they're... they're Except let's, now let's... that you've mentioned it, I'll probably think about it if I watch it again, and it'll be your fault. Yay! <sighs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the movie in some more specifics, though, rather than just these... Being two white people explaining uh, more political things about this movie, because I'm sure that never gets old for people. Oh, probably not. I was just, (laughs) you know what? I was surprised. Yeah. I was definitely (laughs) surprised at the depth of this movie in, in, you know, for real. But uh, the story was, uh, I, you know, I enjoyed his sister. She was funny. They have a great dynamic between them. Yeah, you. This is not what you think of as a royal quote family, right? <laughs> it, it just you know you and well, your and, sister or whatever, just silly. It's cute. They even 
they even highlight that a bit when they have the challenge and M'Baku comes out and says, and you have a child who doesn't even respect tradition. And it's like, okay, but. That's Can we just hurry this what... along? I got stuff to do. <laughs> things things can't be stagnant. And I think that's a huge part of this movie is how things have to be different because the world is always changing. And if they try and stay the same, they are either going to get left behind or the world is going to wear them down. Yes. That said, I do feel like the idea of the nation of Wakanda being this super poor third world nation to the rest of the world, and yet they all just accept that there's a king who sends diplomatic missions and heads up the Sokovia Accords. Like, why, why, are, right. why is the world yeah. okay accepting that? That seems really dis- junk, uh, disjointed to me. A lot of things seem weird. You know what? You know what we gotta talk about, though. Oh, what? We gotta talk about Power Rangers. I, I know. I, we, I, we were gonna get to that. Okay, we don't have to... to talk about Power Rangers yet, but we gotta talk about Power Rangers. I'm just. I saying. know. I was trying to do some, some of our regular stuff rather than getting into another. Hey, here's another thing we hated about this movie. Okay, regular <laughs> stuff. I know. Um, you know, this one was kind of different for me than the all the others. And I'm not sure why. Not just, I mean, just the whole movie seems different. But you know what they do in every movie? No matter what, what they destroy a city somewhere. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, cars exploding, you know, buildings <laughs> getting knocked down. Every single movie. Well, yeah, I mean, and I found Clyde. Comes. Clyde. That w- Clyde. I, I Clyde. was there. Claw. Oh, yeah. Clyde. <laughs> Clyde. Clyde. You know. Clyde, who the rest of the world knows as Stan Lee. I know him as Clyde. (laughs) And he was at the craps table or roulette Mm -hmm. or whatever we were playing. I didn't even remember. Whatever we were gambling. Yeah, the gambling den in in Korea. Yes. He was there and he, you know, took T'Challa's winnings, actually, which was kind of funny. (laughs) But uh, I spotted him straight away. Right away. No hesitation. I was so proud of you. Hey, look, there's Clyde. That whole scene was great because when things break down and they have to start fighting, like Clyde's nowhere to be found. Well, the the way the way the fighting all breaks down, everyone's contributing. Like you don't have anyone being protected. No, everybody was fighting. There were bodies flying everywhere. (laughs) I wasn't even sure who were good guys and who were bad guys some of the time. Well, it was it was a lot of fun. It was well choreographed. And it really kind of gave you an idea of the personality of each person because Okoye fights ruthlessly and to the point. Like, she doesn't yeah, pull back at all. Yeah, even in an evening gown. Whereas Nakia, like, she pauses right before she he- deals a killing blow a couple times, I'm pretty sure, during that fight mm-hmm. and just knocks him out. And T'Challa, the whole way through, like, you can tell he is used to being just overpoweringly awesome because... Yeah, he can oh, dodge, look but at him. when he gets when he gets into that that final mode where he's got two steps left, he's like, "Fine, hit me, shoot me, whatever, I got it." And it's it's really cool to see some of that, and just the the easy way he flexes his Captain America level strength and all that is yes. a lot of fun. You know, um, back to Nakia when they quote rescued her hmm. from that uh, uh, kidnap caravan whatever was going on um Mm -hmm. and she stopped him from hurting uh one of the what looked like captors to anybody else and she yelled at him that he was just a boy and pulled down his mask and and set him free too Mm -hmm. so you could tell she is a a good big-hearted person yeah but we'll kick ass if necessary it's also i one of the one of the Sinisins things they pointed out was that T'Challa went and got Nakia from this mission, which seems to be some kind of trafficking mission. Yes. That she's on to over to Don't stop. Freeze. So he goes and gets her from that for his coronation. I'm like, I think what she's doing might be a little more important and <laughs> it's just kind of funny that like I they went and got her from that. Was amused that Akoya told him, don't freeze when you see her. And what did he do? <laughs> freeze. 
He Cersei did what saw, any guy does uh, when he sees um, a pretty girl. Um, um, hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness oh that was that was funny did you think the whole challenge for king thing was a bit odd considering how advanced wakanda is yes as a nation? don't you think well maybe that's a ritual from the olden days I don't know, but yeah, fight to the death, kinda a little caveman-y. Yeah, it like it's it's weird enough to me that they have a king, but like they kind of balance that by clearly having much better equality than kind of we do. Yes. Like you have a whole elite guard that's all women, and and it you don't see people treated differently really no like everyone gets respect because they're a person so the whole challenge thing is just it just always is weird to me and i saw one theory in the things i was watching that maybe it's become mostly a formality type thing because the tribes that initially show up are all like we won't challenge we're not challenging so, we're not challenging well so they maybe were the for the four or whatever that were part of the thing and then the the dogs Aren't part Jabari. of the thing. Yep. Yeah, whatever. Monk. They're the, the who gorillas. let the dogs out, guys. <laughs> and so, but yeah. It seems kind of like one of those things that it's a rule that's on the books and we observe yeah, it because of tradition. It's like those old but laws we've all that... kind of agreed that we're not going to really do that unless something really big comes out. So it's, it could be that. It just still seems weird it that does. they would hold on to something like that. It, it, it does, but, you know, tradition. Tradition is tradition. 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 <sighs> <laughs> that's that's two musical references. I'm doing good today. <laughs> and all I did was sing Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, and Asavania. Oh. Yeah, no. And, and Wakabi. Wakabi. We got to talk about Wakabi. Oh, he's the dick of the movie. Ah, I thought that's who you were going to go with. That he is the dick of the movie and i'll tell you right now the part i decided he was the dick of the movie and Uh my dick moment of the movie it is when sorry (laughs) t'challa yeah i couldn't spit that out (laughs) t'challa they return from the mission with mr cia guy whose name i can't remember it's ross everett ross yep and they return and here he comes, Wasabi, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember. Wasabi's close. W- Wakabi. Yeah, see, Wasabi's close. <laughs> so, funny. The, okay, the rhinoceros trainer, I'll call him that. When the rhinoceros <laughs> trainer comes in and he's talking to Chachia. Exactly. Oh my goodness. When he's talking to T'Challa and tells him it just like your dad or whatever he said, you're just like your father. You're not doing it either. Things are just the same. I thought it would be different with you. Uh-huh. Oh, thought you jerk. You don't even know what happened. Right. You don't even know what happened. And you're already being judgy. I don't like that. I don't like that judgy <laughs> stuff. T'Challa's so been he, king for all of... Like 12 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> and there, I know. Wasabi, the rhinoceros trainer, he's the dick of the movie. And that's his moment. And he had several after that, too. But that, that one made me want to poke him in the eye. Yeah, I, I was going to pick that exact same moment for mine. So we are in 100% agreement there. Oh, my Lord. Scary. And T'Challa could have just as easily pointed out, hey, I did catch him. But an outside party interfered and blew me up with a grenade so I wasn't able to catch him. I'm sorry that I caught him and then had to try and re-catch him. But I did it once. I will do it again. And he didn't do any of that. So we get this kind of even bigger schism than we would have had normally. Schism? Like it may- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, no, I started on a thing. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the one that came out 
today you snorted on. <sighs> but yes, Wakabi, you are the dick of the movie because ten minutes after he's crowned king and loses the dude, after actually catching him, you're in his face and telling him he's a failure and And yeah, and then you're you ready to kill him. Okay, yeah. So nice. Yeah. And and at least to his point as a character, they did keep him very consistent. He was always He was consistently a dick, yes. Except he, at the beginning he, when he seemed to be best friends with him. Yeah. Well yeah, he's he's best friends, but also like uh. he keeps showing like when when he's talking to T'Challa about things, Wakabi's like, if you tell me to go out there and suppress everybody, I will do it right away. Right. And it's like he he's very military and Wakanda is the only right way and the only people that can be in charge minded, which is why his flip to Killmonger, though very quick, makes perfect sense because Killmonger brings Claw, the person he wanted brought, and is wanting to do all the things that Wakabi's like, yeah, I am. This is exactly what I want. Yes. I, uh, I don't like him. I don't like Wasabi, the rhinoceros streaker. And I want to know what happened after. And we don't know, and I want to know. I'm sure he got locked up, at least for a time. He's border protection. <sighs> well, his well, tribe I is. don't like it. Okay, next subject. Don't want to talk about Wasabi anymore. The Okay, so the challenge, I, I was listening for it this time. The first time we go through the challenge, everyone says the, the such and such tribe will not challenge on this day. Which I thought was very important. Because I remember originally thinking, wait, when Killmonger comes in, why does he get to just throw a challenge out? Like, the challenge time seems to have been over. Shouldn't he have to wait for the next round? But they made a very specific choice to say they will not challenge this day, which seems to indicate there is some continuing right of challenge ability as you go. I suppose. I noticed and that so, too. And so then they get in the fight, and Killmonger and T'Challa are evenly matched. Even though T'Challa is struggling with just learning about his father having done that, and like this this new person coming in realizing that not only did his father kill his uncle, but he left a kid, and so he's all of a sudden doubting. I would assume everything. Yeah, up everything to that he point. knows, everything. And so they're evenly matched until T'Challa tells him to yield, and then. Immediately, Killmonger gets up and starts destroying him, which I thought was an interesting turn that we're going to show that he is conflicted, let him kind of hold his own, and then show his conflict as a weakness because he's like, I don't want to kill you. And he keeps making that a point from the moment they walk in the door. It was also interesting to me that Killmonger was going for like a beheading when... He was horrible. He's a horrible, horrible person. Well, y yes, but he's he's supposed to be. But I know, but it doesn't mean I have to like him. He was going for an execution. He of threw him over the cliff, waterfall, whatever. I mean, he lifted him over his head and threw him. He's horrible. But he, even before that, I know he was bringing that that weird blade down. To kill him, and Zuri puts his blade out there and tells him, hey, I'm the one, you know, take me instead of him. And, so and he, he says, I'll take you both. So he uh. kills Zuri, and then he decides to pick up T'Challa and throw him off. I'm like, but you were just about to sword him to death. But he called him James. Why Why did you? Did you catch yeah, him? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take you both, Uncle James. Because, like, he grew up with him. Yeah. Around. Well, yeah. For a while. Yes. But But he was going to kill him. And then, I don't know, maybe, I guess maybe because they have a whole thing about being buried in Wakanda, that he thought maybe that was more insulting to throw him into the water so that he couldn't join his ancestors. Well, it must have been because shortly after, you know, we can't even bury him, whatever, uh, uh, mom and daughter, mom and sister, whatever. Yeah. They even- Queen, mother, and Shuri. Shuri? Like Shuri, Shuri only the, with an H? Shuri? Like, I'm sure- Shuri. E? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's the sister. Um, Sister Tech Genius is what her name okay. is. And uh, so, yeah, they even had, they commented, they commented, they had a conversation about that, not even being able to bury him. Yeah. So. So it's just, 
it's interesting that he was going to kill him, and then he changed his mind, really, and threw him off. So maybe... Because if he had killed T'Challa right there, there is no way they would have let him throw the body off of the waterfall. There's no way. The challenge would have been over. He would have had no right to do any of that. Well, yes, but he might have had, you know, come on, he didn't grow up there. He may not know as much. And he thought he was looking really cool and showing his strength by throwing him over the waterfall. I think, right, I but think I'm, it was just, just a, an ego thing. Oh, I, I think that's what it was the second time when he threw him off the waterfall. I'm just saying, it's weird that the first time he was just going to straight up murder him. Yeah. And that was okay. But then, like, he says, I'm going to kill you both. He stabs Zuri and is like, ah, I'll just toss this guy off a waterfall. I'm sure everything's good. Oh, why not? Which, you know, classic bad guy mistake, but this guy is shown well, to be very come smart. On. They needed a bad guy mistake. How could he come back if they chopped his head <laughs> off? Was you can't let doubt- him drink the purple stuff if he's got no head. Was there any doubt in your mind that T'Challa was coming back? No. Right. Okay. I just make sure. <laughs> I just didn't know how. I didn't know the dog people were going to get him. (laughs) I also think it's really weird that they are so about tradition, and yet his first real order as king is burn all this herb that is the lifeblood of their seat of power. He is not about tradition. He isn't, but the whole country is. That's what I'm saying, though. It's weird that they obeyed his order. He's king. That's the tradition. Yeah, but they've already and, kind of shown that King isn't absolute in this. And let's in be real, they, he would have killed whoever didn't do it and found somebody that would. Wasabi would have done it. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just, it's just like, they are all about how important tradition is. And then his first order is, all right, we're done with all that bullcrap. Yeah, Burn well. It. No. No more tradition anymore because we now yeah. have this horrible king. Horrible king. Well, <laughs> and, and in theory... No more Black Panther after T'Challa. Yeah, nah. Because the herb burn, is They'll gone, grow right? up from the ashes or something. <laughs> I mean, just because you burn the plants doesn't mean the roots are dead. I'm just saying. I know stuff about plants. <laughs> this I is actually, not a plant podcast. <laughs> but I did. I, I learned that when we went on some field trip with school to the plant place. <laughs> Arboretum. I don't know where we were. Marion College. But anyway, that doesn't matter. I also really liked that moment with Mbaku when they say they they show they give him or they show him the heart shaped herb and say we we need you to save Wakanda, and he doesn't say anything at first. His face though is so expressive and I love it mm-hmm. because you can see that he wants it, but he is conflicted. Like he's like in his mind, you can see the I could totally take that right now, but. Yeah, I thought, I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought maybe he was taking them to the uh, kitchen so they could prepare it for him to drink. I mean, I really had no idea. (laughs) I I was not expecting him to have T'Challa. I did not (laughs) expect the dog people to have him. I I would encourage you. You have Disney Plus, right? No. Oh, I thought you said you did. I don't. Okay. Well, if you ever get it, I would encourage you to go back and watch that scene because you can see everything on his face of he wants it, but he knows there is someone who needs it more than him and who probably deserves it more than him. And he fights his own urge to do the right thing, which is such great acting. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, uh, uh, he cracked me up. He was great. He cracked me up. Are we done? Uh, are we done yet? <laughs> so funny. Just like a kid. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the the last thing that I found odd, based on how important tradition is, is when T'Challa shows back up and they point out that he didn't yield and he's not dead. So that means the challenge is still on. And since they both are panthered up, they are an even footing so they can continue the challenge as is. He says, challenge is over, get get moving, do the thing. And holy crap, he's been king for a day, maybe. And they snap to it, even though traditionally that is incorrect because he is not king anymore. We need to wait and to have this resolved. So again, like 
Tradition yes, is super but, important. But but let's jump right, right to yeah. following this. Nobody cares because Wasabi was a bad guy. <laughs> you keep calling him Wasabi. <laughs> I know that's not right, but I don't like him and it's funny to me. It, I know. I know. <laughs> I did. I really liked the Everett Ross character. He was. He, he was a did nice, so good. He was a nice connection back to the greater MCU, and he didn't hog the spotlight at all. He was just kind of like an ancillary character who was there to give information on Killmonger. Uh, boy, connect- he made some had some good expressions. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> what do you mean, fly that? That yeah, he, and, he did good, and he he took direction well. He he was told not to touch anything. He didn't. When Shuri tells him to cross his arms and and you know break, yeah, it, she could have been telling him to self destruct. Like he didn't know. He just he, he was had like, to he was believe just, her. Yeah, he just he was like she's gonna tell me how to do the best thing that she can. So I, he just does it, and I love that because so often in movies you'll get, are you sure? Oh my gosh, can I? Is this the right thing to do? And it's like no, no, he he is. Very much in a soldier mentality at that moment. I am out of my depth. I need to listen and do as I'm told. It's like he's not even on his own planet, really. I mean, the technology is so much more advanced than what he's used to. You have flying whatever it was. (laughs) You have hover bikes? (laughs) Yeah, so funny. Yeah, it's just like riding a hover bike. You have hover bikes? Yes, that was amazing. He and he did. I liked him better in this movie than I have in others. I think we've only seen him in one other, right? Okay, then I didn't like him in that one. Heck, I don't remember. He was in Civil War. He was the guy at the end who told Zemo, "He's like, step out of line, zap. Meals come at these times. <laughs> you test me, oh, you deal with me, please." Okay, maybe it's not okay. I don't dislike him then. Yeah, he he didn't have much time on camera. I think okay, they're I'm prepping probably him for him something. somebody else, or I probably just don't remember anything. <laughs> there was another guy named Ross who was Thunderbolt Ross, who is the guy who said, you know, the Sokovia Accords are important and sold all that. Maybe that's who you're mixing Maybe. him with. Who knows? I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. I don't, I, I, yeah, we're lucky I remember those were in a movie. Let's be real. You said, let's go back to whatever movie. I'm like, okay, which one was that? Yeah, not good at that. Okay, what are we going to talk about? Let's let's, uh, let's. Are talk we going to talk about Power Rangers, Rangers now? That was let's awful. Let's talk about the Power Rangers. I'm sorry. Yep. Worst scene of the whole movie is the double Black Panther fight on the train rails. Was like Power Rangers to me, which is exactly what I was afraid these movies were going to be like when we started yep. talking about them. And I, that was ridiculous to me. It was ridiculous. It, it was. It hit every kitschy mark that I hate. Yep, and I knew it would. Oh, I was, I remembered that scene so clearly, and I'm like, Beth is going to react strongly. And, and as soon as it started, I said, oh, look, Power Rangers. Yep, it was, it was like two seconds into them falling into nothingness. It was awful. It, it, that it is probably back to... my least favorite scene of this entire movie, just because it, oh, it's so fake. Yeah, and that's that's so sort of fake. the issue you run into when you start getting to a certain point, because you have Captain America type strength and durability and stamina and all that, with impenetrable, invulnerable vibranium armor. Like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> they can't uh, do anything bad. to each we other. We got trains going by, but you know, there's not even any wind from them apparently. And oh gosh. Yeah, no. No. I like them using stuff that they established just as part of the world. You know, hey, we have these trains, and the reason it can do this is because I developed this thing that deactivates vibranium. Great thing to send. It's a great setting for the final fight. It is great. Sure. But it creates this need to get them there, which creates this... Uh, yeah, Matrix everything reloaded from the, style. The, the everything. <laughs> I, I mean, was... I, until he was stabbed. No. Mm-mm. The whole final fight scene was just way, way too much for me. 
Couldn't and take it. and the moments when they're not fighting and they're talking to each other, those are great. It's just yeah, when they when they're fully armored up and going at each other, it's it's yeah, it's bad bad CGI. Bad. And we've bad. seen so and much you know good something? CGI. When it looked like their suits were melting off of them, that was bad too. I didn't like that. See, I would disagree. I'd say that I looked really it. good, but oh, I maybe understand it did, but uh, but I don't even know why they were melting. Uh, Be- yes, I do. I yeah. just got it. Yeah, the Sonic dis- deactivators. Yeah, the, yeah, but oh my gosh, come on! They looked like it looked like melted uh, rubber ish. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't like that. I think it would have been cooler if they had dropped onto that track and he had told Shuri just to turn on the sonic disruptors and they fought without suits. So it's just physical again. Take them back to that challenge. They're just a lot stronger now. Yeah. I think that would have been overall better. I get you want the full powered final fight, but we didn't need it. No, I didn't. It would have been so much better to be just this hand to hand meat on meat fight. Yeah. They could have been shirtless. I'd have liked that. Mm-hmm, that'd have been a good fight. Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh-huh. Mechanics. So, so nerd physics hey, in this hey, movie. Hey, I'm still what? over here salivating. I know. That's why I moved Don't on. Don't you try to move on when I'm that's, salivating. That is really bad auto, audio when you salivate into the mic, though. Oh, uh, well, I'm going to talk about <laughs> it because I must say those were two very nice looking men. That were built very well. And this movie is worth watching just for that. I would rather watch this than Thor. And Thor, he's bigger guy. But no, no, this one's better. This one's so much better. Everyone in Wakanda almost is is a very attractive person. <laughs> yeah, well. I know, I these know. These two Some... cat people, good cat, bad cat. Yeah, they're <laughs> they are eye candy, and okay, I'll I'll uh, have a little drink and try to you know stop salivating, and uh, we can talk about your nerd physics. Oh, thank you. Am I allowed to now talk you can. about my nerd I, I'm I'm done. I'll get okay. my hormones in check. My cougar hormones back oh in check. God. Oh, oh that's funny. Yeah, another oh cat. Oh my gosh, that was funny. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay, go ahead. So so this movie makes nerd physics very difficult because vibranium is just a it can do it button for them. And it's a made up freaking thing, isn't it? Like Wakanda? Yeah. It's a made up material that apparently can do literally anything. I mean, they have a bead of it that does that goes on yeah, the Yeah, that healed what's his face's spine. And they put it in his spine to stabilize him. I'm like, how? How? It was that was that was a bead that was showing a VR projection a minute ago, and it also runs your. And it just audio comes off your bracelet and pops right in somebody's body to fix him. It's fine. And it's it, fine. I mean, to be fair, it didn't fix him. It stabilized him so they could get him back and have him fixed in Wakanda by vibranium. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by vibranium tech magic. Yeah. So it's yeah. Just, you know, I didn't, You a lot of times I can go, okay, there's some nerd physics right there. I didn't pick out anything. I mean, the only thing that really got me, you know, was that fight. But that, that's, you know, is what it is. Right. It still follows the quote unquote rules that they've Even established. Even if they which are, are sucky rules, mind which you. Which are vibranium can do it. <laughs> exactly. So, honestly, I did not, as I was sitting here going, oh, there's one. So I don't know. I'm going to be as surprised as everybody else with what nerd physics is today. So nerd physics is taking a slightly different turn. Uh-huh. Normally, I I look at the rules as established and I say, okay, this is this either violates the rules as we know them or the rules as established in the movie. Instead, this time I'm going to say vibranium is nonsense because it's too ill-defined. You can't use it to solve every problem because you haven't established what it's capable of or why it works. Well, it's capable of everything, Chris. Can't you see in a movie? It's capable of everything. Everything. That's its definition. It can do anything you want it to do. Just ask it. And that's that's why it gets the nerd physics moment because it's redonkulous 
And unless you are a super magic universe shaping weapon, like maybe an infinity stone, you don't get to just do whatever. And even the infinity stones have limits. So vibranium, you suck. (laughs) I mean, you do everything, so you're awesome. But also, you need some rules. They're like a bad child. They need rules. They need limits. Otherwise, they just become a spoiled, bloated brat. And I'm done. (laughs) Okay, then. Well, I have to tell you something right now. I don't have anything for a superhero or a super normal moment in this movie because I honestly, I honestly, I don't know. I am that uh, off from Mm. watching this that I am not sure. I don't know. I am going to give my super normal moment to T'Challa. The second time he goes into the plane of the ancestors Mm -hmm. because he's had this revelation that his father was human and did things wrong. And he's been fighting with his kind of feeling of being unprepared to be king and to not have his dad around. And his dad even tells him, like, it's a poor father who hasn't prepared his son to live without him. And it's that moment, I think, that T'Challa realizes he is ready to live without him. And as much as he loves his father, his father, like all the kings before him, have made mistakes and caused problems. And he is dealing with that and tells them, you're wrong and I will not join you until I fix this, which is awesome. It's it's borderline a superhero moment. Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. That's pretty superhero kind of. But I give it I give it the normal because of the pain and the raw anguish of yes. realizing that your heroes very are relatable. Yes. So that's my super normal moment. And my superhero moment, I think, has to go to Shuri. Because she has been sort of this stay safe, backseat tech person almost the entire movie. But when things start getting out of control, she is one hundred percent ready to step up. And She knows her tech, so she has to know she's only going to be a delaying tactic. Because that suit, she knows exactly what its weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And she has to know that her equipment is only going to inconvenience him for a little bit. Right. And yet, she suits herself up, hops out there, and does everything she can to delay him just a little bit longer. So that is superhero. Because she's not Black Panther powered. Right. She's not trained as a fighter, clearly. She is created some tech sort of like tony stark to bridge that gap but she hasn't done a lot of practicing obviously with fighting but she still says i'm doing it i am fighting because it needs to be done and that's what superheroes do yes i have a superhero moment now that i was sitting here my superhero moment goes to ross okay for getting that plane if you will staying there and fighting mm. to keep the weapons from getting out of Wakanda, even when he knew he was running out of time to get yep. out of there safely. I almost gave it to him for that exact and moment that, as well. That, uh, and he's just a regular guy, like you said, just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. So he he stood there, stayed there to save the world, really. Well, and ultimately... Like, yeah, it would have caused problems out in the real world, but the odds that they couldn't have either subdued it, subverted it, or eventually acquired it themselves for America were, it's not bad odds, really. Yeah. And that gets the tech out. And ultimately, as a CIA person, that's part of his job. So the fact that he saw that this was all important to Wakanda, they saved him. And he's like, well, you know what? This is not what my job is. This is what's right. Exactly. And he sticks around. Yeah, it, it's it was close. It was my second, my runner-up superhero moment. That was, uh, yeah. I don't know about super normal though. I just because there was a lot of normal in this. <laughs> you know, really. <laughs> yeah. A lot of real feelings. Yeah. So I, uh, I, uh, I don't know. Would you like to try and come up with one, or would you like to abstain this time? Be uh, our first ever abstention. Yeah, I don't like to abstain very often, but from this I do. <laughs> Pause for edits. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, and there go my waveforms off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now you have to tell us your rating in a cheese or in a food group. All right. 
And remember, you're just giving us the group I know. Of food just just and shush which one. a minute. I'm, just, I'm thinking. I know. I just I'm laying it out there since this is a new thing. Oh, I thought for... you were bossing me. Don't boss me. Oh god, not that again. Bossing me. <laughs> I think we are on the bread scale. Okay. And this is fresh baked French bread. Fresh baked French bread. Okay, that's a that's a that's our our bread rating for the week is fresh baked French bread. Yes. And that is where <laughs> Black Panther falls. <laughs> we'll have to have you go back and do the other movies at some point. <laughs> oh heavens, that'll be scary. <laughs> is it time to watch the other thing? It is time to watch the trailer. I don't even know what we're watching the trailer for. I do. Next time on Saga of the Stones, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Another Spider-Man. The Another definitive. One. Another MCU one. Spider-Man. But I'm so excited. I'm so excited to watch this because that Spider-Man, he was really funny in the last Avengers movie, or maybe it wasn't an Avengers movie. Heck, I don't know what it was called. But Civil War. That. And um, which I think was Captain America, not Avengers, but whatever. I don't right. care. He was funny, and I can't wait to watch him in this movie. I'm excited. Yes. It's it's a good movie. I, I enjoy it a lot. My my brothers tend to kind of go back and forth on whether they think this one is one of the best Spider-Man movies. I put it up there. I think Spider-Verse is the best, and then I put, start putting the MCU ones underneath that. But I think it's an awesome movie. They do a great job. The villain in this movie is called the Vulture. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, big bird wings. And I'll have to. You'll have to remind me to show you a picture of the comic book version of him because this is definitely a great update for him for a more modern version. Oh, and I all enjoy right. it. It's a lot of fun. I think you're gonna love this just as much as I did. Cool. I'm excited cool. to watch this one. Good. This is this is several in a row you've been excited to watch now. I know how weird. I I hope oh, this trend this quarantine. continues. quarantine. It must be the quarantine. <laughs> You're just happy to to have someone a, adult to talk to for a little bit. And maybe that's it. <laughs> well, until next time, hopefully everything's kind of relaxed a little more by then ha. and we can do this in person maybe. <laughs> I know. Anyway, <laughs> I think I think that is all for now, isn't it? I think so. I've been Chris. And I've been Beth. And Wakanda forever! Ah, Savannah! <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.